Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, Pacific teams have been left with plenty to work on from the Wellington Sevens. Cook Islands football champs Pua Kura FC make history and Papua New Guinea target a spot in the Women's Cricket World Cup. But first, the Blues are taking Super Rugby to Samoa after announcing they will host the Reds in Apia in June. It comes two years after the All Blacks played Manu Samoa at Apia Park and coincides with the country's 55th independence celebrations. Veteran flanker Jerome Kainor, who was born in American Samoa, says the team is already counting down to kick-off. Been involved with the test match that was over there with the All Blacks and the Manu Samoa. That was a huge occasion for the country and uh, for us, just seeing how Samoa got right in behind it. And um, So, you know, seeing what we have here with the Blues, we've got a huge... Polynesian um, group in our team and um, you know, a lot of them some ones as well so what it would mean for these boys to be able to go and play in front of their families in a blues jersey and um, you know, that'd be special but it also coincides with the 55th uh, independence Samoa, so uh, yeah, that'll make it even more special with you know, a lot of people getting in behind the game. Samoa will be buzzing at that time and uh, you know, really excited to be able to take a game there. What are those differences between the Test match and uh, and this game? Because, I mean, obviously the All Blacks is a, another thing altogether and it's um, you know kind of as big as it sort of gets. It's still quite special. I think it adds a bit of spice to our season and it changes things up. I think for us players, we'll have a similar feel to a Test match. Um, you know, Samoa and they uh, live and breathe rugby, whether it's a test match or a super rugby game when it comes on TV. So it's really rare for them to see a super rugby game in, in a beer. So they'll get behind it just as much as they did with the test match. You know, for us, there's a lot of rugby to be played before we get there, but I'm sure the boys will be chomping at the bit to be involved. The Crusaders played last year in, in Fiji uh, against, or, and the Chiefs, of course. Um, did you have any chats with uh, you know some of your friends or your colleagues about what that was like? Yeah, the boys really loved it. Um, they thought it was, it was good to, to change uh, the venue and the only weird thing for them was um, playing a Super Rugby game in a really warm climate. But it added excitement to their season, seeing how the PGNs really got them behind it and um, supported the game, which um, created excitement within their team. So I think it'll be much the same with us, getting to Samoa in a different um, environment and um, having a home game over there and seeing how they accept it. Yeah, and I guess, uh, you know, as you say, the strong connections with uh, the Auckland region, biggest Polynesian city in the world, so if anyone was going to go to Apia and Super Rugby, it, it really should be the Blues. Yeah, for sure, and um, we're really um, proud of that fact that we're a pioneer to be able to take it to Samoa for the first, uh, you know, the first franchise to take it there, and it was only fitting that we were the team to be able to do that. Is this something that you think could be a regular thing? Is that something that's been talked about? I mean, I hope so. You know, I don't think it's been talked about too much, but the possibility of having... Um, you know, a fixture in, in, in the islands every year. It's really special for, for us, but also the home nation, Samoa, Fiji, or whatever nation it is. You know, they offer so much to our game here in New Zealand, and it's only fitting that we give back in that kind of way and um, you know, take games over there. That's the Blues and All Blacks flanker Jerome Kainal.
Pacific teams have been left with plenty to work on at the conclusion of the Wellington Sevens. World Series champions Fiji were the best performers, finishing runners-up to South Africa, who beat them in pool play and the cup final. While Samoa only managed to win two of their five games, and Papua New Guinea went winless. Fiji coach Gareth Baber told reporters that the blitz box were too good in the final. We were down to about 10 fit men at that stage as well, which was hard. And uh, in fairness to South Africa, they played a good quality physical game like they always do. And um, apart, we, we, we started well and uh, we obviously got the try playing the type of rugby that we wanted to. But um, probably just a few too, few too many errors when we had control of the ball and um, just put pressure on ourselves. And uh, they, you know, South Africa were good at picking us off there. Um, but in fairness, you know, a huge effort to the, of the boys and the staff concerned and um, to get ourselves into a final like this I thought was uh, was really positive I believe um, uh, what you have um, to today maybe gives you a good standard I mean I'm what to maybe yeah yeah but yeah it does I mean but I think all teams at the moment are sort of developing and and obviously they're in the transition period after the Olympics. Uh, probably South Africa is still in a march on most people at the moment. But um, uh, yes, I can see you can see how the players play. We want to see them under the, the spotlight of pressure, and, and that certainly comes in finals against the likes of South Africa. And we got some some things right, but we got some things wrong as well. And to me, the biggest uh, positives to come out is the learnings that we'll take from that to develop ourselves and develop the structure we want uh, moving forward. But you know, in terms of work ethic, attitude, uh, you know, go at the task. I can't fault the players. In, in, any, in any shape or form. After like you know three or four weeks in camp with the team, you finally had a tournament under your belt. So, uh, what has that actual match play actually been there in that heat of the moment? What has that taught you that you didn't know prior? Probably just uh, I suppose the way that you know the character of the team and the way we like to play. Um, I've always watched it from afar. And, was uh, coached against it and played against it in times, but you know, getting to the understanding of of how it's constructed and you know, it's the things that go on around the squad, not necessarily what we put on a in match play, but you know, how we how how they are and how they are as people and the dynamic between the group and what that does when we go on a training field as well. And they're thorough professionals, um, and they love the game of rugby and they love each other's company. And um, you know, it's important that you have that dynamic within a group as well. And you win together and you lose together. And unfortunately, this afternoon or this evening, we didn't quite get it, but. Um, you know, we'll take the learnings from it. It's been a little while since Fiji's won a cup title. Obviously, not this season and uh, not London last year, I don't think. So, um, you know, that's something that every team wants to uh, aspire to. What's that sort of hunger like within the team? And um, you know, just getting back on that winning that, that winning run, you know, getting titles. Well, that's, that's that's the ultimate goal, I think. Is that um, you know you you want you want those sort of. I suppose confirmation of what you're doing as a group and showing that you get it going in the right directions. Um, you know they work extremely hard and it's hard to sometimes gauge exactly where you are. But um, you know outcomes are outcomes. The, 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 what I look at is is how we develop and how we uh, process everything and go through our processes every day. And the players have an attitude of professional players and they deliver what they deliver every day. And like, and when you get to a point where you can rely on that and their habits, then you see those habits on a rugby field and um, that's what we're building to and that's the way. I coach and that's where I want to continue coaching um, and it's a good challenge for me with a, with a supreme group of athletes. And so uh, we now have uh, France, Wales and Samoa in Sydney so uh, uh, what's coming up for the next few days for the team? 
and for you also? Oh, look, the, the biggest thing now is for us to, to have a look at how we are physically um, and, and structure the week according to that and make sure that we look after the players and uh, we've got to go and peak for another performance next weekend and you know tough teams in that pool um, you know obviously uh, we whichever pool you get put in um, you've got to uh, go game by game and you have to make sure again you follow your process and get stuff right and uh, we'll be looking at that next week A couple of uh, fun matchups here a lot of talk this weekend about Sir Gordon Titchens uh, coaching against New Zealand uh, you get to, co- get to coach against uh, your countrymen as, as well as Samoa which I guess you know many would see as uh, quite the rivalry quite the uh, mm. quite the battle with Fiji so that'll be fun yes absolutely um yeah, strange. For the first time I'll have a coach against Wales. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, I must admit. Um, but yeah, the Samoan one is, is good. But again, um, you know, those are the things that are obviously looked on externally. Our job is to f- get the focus of the players in the direction they need to to make sure that they deliver on the weekend and um, uh, they all do it themselves. I don't need to really do that for them. But so certainly myself and Nathan and the staff, who have been excellent all weekend, will uh, we'll look at doing that again for the, for the following weekend. That's the Fiji Sevens coach, Gareth Baber. Puaikura FC have qualified for the OFC Champions League main draw for the first time. The Cook Islands football champs defeated Samoa's Lupe Ole Suwanga at the Champions League qualifying tournament in Nukualofa to ensure themselves a top two finish and a trip to New Caledonia. They'll be joined by Lupe or Tongan title holders Vaitongo FC who play on Friday. The Puaikura coach Matt Calcott says it was a relief to get the job done. They're down to you know, bare bones with injuries and um, you know one or two uh, headed back home for work commitments. So you know it's good to get that second game kind of out of the way, and uh, and it's good to know that we have qualified regardless. And I suppose Friday's just about whether or not we end up first or second. Yeah, when you map out how you want the week to go, uh, you probably didn't want a red card, and as you say, you probably didn't want to have to send some players home to go back to work and uh, and pick up a couple of injuries and have 35 degrees heat. But in terms of results. Two wins from two, you can't get much better than that. Funny, isn't it? Because, you know, it's uh, a win always overrides all those things. So, uh, you know, from, from where we were sitting, that's pretty comfortable at, um, at 60-odd minutes. And uh, and then things, you know, started to go downhill a little bit. It was just good to hear that final whistle and, uh, and know that we've secured that spot in New Caledonia, which um, I understand, having spoken to the President last night, is the first time. They've done that in, 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 in five attempts, so it's, uh, it's great for Procura and, uh, and Cook Islands football as a whole. I mean, that's obviously what this uh, expanded Champions League brings now, is the winner will, of course, go through regardless, as they have done anyway, but now with two teams going through, it means that for Polynesian football especially, um, you know, more opportunities uh, at a higher level. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, boy, it's, uh, it'll be a, a cracking game on uh, Friday when... Uh, the Tongan um, champions play the, the Samoan champions at three o'clock, so it's no secret there's a, a pretty good rivalry between the two countries. Um, so it'll be a, a, a great fixture on Friday to see who picks up that second spot. And uh, glad to be a, a bystander, you might say, rather than having to go there on Friday and have to really get something. To do it, you had to beat Lupe Olesuanga, who, of course, have been in the main draw themselves. They won the preliminary event two years ago. It was the top-of-the-table clash, the teams, I guess, that people thought were probably going to be the main two contenders. So to do it in that fashion and what was, in a way, kind of like a final uh, must be, um, you know, make it more satisfying. Yeah, look, it was good, and uh, we had a great start, and, um, you know, we sucked up a bit of pressure and, uh, and got the got the two goals that um, you know, gave us that little bit of a buffer later on. And, you know, it was just a, a good, polished performance, probably bar the, 
you know, the last 15 or 20 minutes when we got tired and um, the game opened up with 10 v 10 and and uh, and it was a defensive mistake, you know, where they got in and, and, and got that goal. So, you know, it's just really good to get through and, you know, it's a, now it's a, a lot of planning in a short space of time to, to get us to New Caledonia. Yeah, it's a pretty quick turnaround. I mean, in a way, your match on Friday against uh, Utile Youth technically doesn't have a lot riding on it because you're already through, but everything's preparation, I guess, and now for the main draw, which isn't far away. Yeah, no, you're right, and, uh, you know, especially when you, you know you have limited time together, so another game under your belts is, is important and probably a little bit of improvement um, on that, that kind of last ha- half an hour of, um, of, of the game against the Samoan side. You know, every time you play together in a, in a football team, you, you know, you can... Learn to control games better, and uh, that's something that we'll look to do, you know, a bit better on Friday. And now that you know you are going to the uh, the big dance, as it uh, you know, as as it were, um, having coached Team Wellington at that event, uh, you know, a few times, um, you know, what do you make of uh, Puakura's chances uh, against uh, you know the top teams in the region? The gap's you know pretty big, but uh, you know we'll do whatever we can to to minimise that gap. And again, it's a new experience for them, and. Uh, Ironically, you know, if we were to win the group, we will end up in Team Wellington's uh, group. So, you know, that'll be a great fixture for us and for those boys. And, uh, and you know, again, it's just good for the, the Wee Nation and, uh, and the club um, itself. And, uh, and again, it's experience, you know. Uh, you know, are we going to really push on and, and, and win it? You know, it's highly unlikely. But from our point of view, it's, it's another step up for them. And, and those football experience can only football experiences can only be invaluable when they take them back to Rarotonga. Let's see Pue Kura FC coach Matt Calcock. The Papua New Guinea women's cricket team believe they have a realistic shot at qualifying for their first World Cup. The Lewis are in Sri Lanka for the women's World Cup qualifier, which begins on Tuesday. Cricket PNG's high-performance manager, Rewubit Dekana, says the team has prepared well. It's an exciting opportunity for uh, the women to actually play in the in the World Cup qualifier. Uh, this, this, uh, this gives the girls to serve a cricket, uh, one of the World, World Cup sports available, that is available out of the 10 teams uh, that is going to take part uh, in, in, the, in the qualifiers. Uh, out of the 10, six teams will qualify for the Women's World Cup qualifier, which will be held later on uh, this year. So the girls have a uh, task on hand, and we understand that uh, it's going to be a tough task, but uh, a game of cricket, and if you turn up to play, the girls will uh, actually get some good results. So there's the prospect, obviously, also of securing one-day international status, um, as well as, obviously, trying to get to that actual World Cup. Yeah, correct. Sorry, there's a correction that the top six actually get ODA status, but the top four teams uh, will get to play in the World Cup. Two prizes on offer uh, if we finish uh, in the top six. Uh, and uh, I think it will be an achievement for our girls uh, if we get in the ODA status uh, in itself. The girls... Uh, Perform to expectations, then uh, it will be good to have the opportunity to play uh, in the World Cup. Uh, this is just the opportunity. Again, the, guy, the guys have uh, not quite made it to any World Cup uh, of recent times, 
uh, in the qualifiers, and this gives us the women's the opportunity to do so. Um, like I said, the task uh, on hand is quite challenging, but uh, the preparations have been very good. The girls uh, have prepared really well. They've trained throughout uh, the Christmas break uh, period, and they're going to have a fair crack at uh, what's on offer. Bangladesh, Pakistan, Scotland and South Africa they'll come up against in that first uh, uh, group phase. Uh, have the PNG women's side ever played any of those teams? The girls, the last time they played in a World Cup qualifier was back in 2008. They played Bangladesh in the uh, in the T20 qualifiers. Uh, so they, we'll have a fair idea on, uh, especially South Africa as well, who, who had a good uh, series against the Aussies. They gave the Aussies a good run for their money. So uh, we're expecting the, the opposition in our, in our group will be quite competitive. Even Scotland we have, uh, we've played them in the T20s as well. So uh, it's going to be a good challenge for the girls and uh, the coaches, uh, which will be led by uh, Catherine Fitzpatrick, who is a former uh, uh, Australian women cricketer. So she's come on board to help uh, Rodney Maha, uh, who is a local coach here, uh, to prepare the girls well for the upcoming tournament. How tough is this going to be? How realistic is the chance to, to get into that top four? Our build-up has been very good. We played in the World Cup, uh, the reading qualifiers in Samoa. The girls went undefeated against uh, good opposition in Japan and Samoa. Uh, and with uh, the girls uh, went to uh, South Australia and they played against the South Australia select side, women's select side in Adelaide uh, around October and November. And uh, lately they've been uh, just doing uh, in-house training uh, back in Port Mosby. They train on center wickets uh, just to uh, simulate uh, conditions and also uh, scenarios. We understand, like I said, uh, the task for men is going to be challenging because the teams in our pool are all rank above us. We are quite confident that we will compete very hard against uh, Scotland and the teams that are sort of uh, closer rank uh, to us. Uh, I think uh, our aim is going to be to get into the top uh, top three uh, of the pool, which is a realistic uh, goal for us. Uh, there's five in the group. Uh, if we play to our ability against all of the, the teams, I think we will have a fair chance of finishing at three and then having a cricket uh, at the last uh, four sports. That's Cricket PNG's High Performance Manager, Rarua Dukana. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinny Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. 
Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.